Here we are. Thank you so much for coming out. I know it was hard to leave the warm house that you lived in. Uh, I was thinking how blessed we really are. You know, we really are blessed. I'm thinking about uh, the people in Ukraine right now and, and uh, the, the horrendous, difficult situation they're in. Most of them don't have any heat, don't have any electricity even. So we are really, really, really blessed. So I want to say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to you. Now, I know you're going to think, why is he saying Happy Holidays? Because there's this big battle about, and I say it to people, I say Merry Christmas, and they say Happy Holidays. I say, well, is one better than the other? The truth is they're both okay. And let me tell you why, because you have to understand what the words mean, right? Words have meaning. Now, I know people change the meaning of words, but... But Christmas means Christ Mass, obviously, which means the birth, to celebrate the birth of Christ. But what about holidays? What does that mean? Holy days, Holy days yeah. So, you know, I think we can use these opportunities to, uh, to, to our benefit, to the Lord's benefit. You, these are holy days, and as a matter of fact, if it's happy holidays, it's all the holy days. You know, it's, it's Good Friday, it's Easter, it's, it's not only just the birth of Christ. So, you know, happy holy days that, that this is where it comes from. People, again, they, they forget. We forget because we've been so, you know, uh, <clears throat> channeled. So, anyways, here we are at Christmas, and, and, you know, we have a lot of Christmas songs, and we, we put up decorations, and uh, some of us even get time off. Did you? Yeah. Some of us even get presents. And that's, you know, presents are number one, right? Well, we sometimes think that. Or maybe food. Food is number one. And, you know, what we, let me confess to you, we actually celebrated Christmas yesterday because of the, the way things lined up with the family. And I tell you what, the food is good, but it's just, man, too much. So some of you are going to eat later. Just be careful, especially if you have to go to like three houses. Don't eat a full meal at every single house. <laughs> You're going to pay the price later, I guarantee you. I think, though, one of the biggest things is family, right? It's family. That's what's most important, family. And, and you know, so, so these are all the good things. But, but you know what I was thinking, too? Uh, there's, there's also some things that are not so positive, right? There's drama. Any of you ever have drama in your families? You know, there's, there's disappointment we have sometimes, you know, because we didn't get the presents that we wanted. There's disappointment. Sometimes there's disasters, you know, that happen. The burnt, the burnt dinner. Sometimes there's depression comes at this time of year. Let's be honest. You know, we all can come to church and pretend like everything's wonderful and good, but, but life is not always easy. And, and sometimes it's the memories that come at Christmas time that give us these, these emotions, these, you know, down feelings. Like, you know, but I, but I was thinking about all these things, the positive and the negative and everything, but in the middle of it all, I think what I, what I want to emphasize and what I think that, that God wants for us is that is Jesus in the middle of it all. 
in the middle of the good and the bad and the ugly? Is Jesus in the middle of it all? And, and, and if we understand how important he is, life is different. Bad things are going to happen. Difficult things are going to happen. But Jesus is right there in the middle of it all, even in the middle of the difficult things. He said, you know, in this world you have tribulation, trouble, but be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. I think the world, you know, they would be happy just not to have Christmas or to have Christmas without Jesus, without him. But, but with, you know, what do you have if you leave him out? I, I need a couple of young people to come do some reading for me uh, right now. I need, okay, there's one. I got one. I need somebody else, though, who can read good. Uh, let's see. You got to be under the age of, like, 10. Uh, not you, Larry. Sorry. Do I have another reader? Maybe Judah? Judah's a good reader. No? He's hiding from me. <laughs> okay. How about Josh? I know you're older than 10, but it's only one verse. Come on up. Varric and Josh are going to read. I would have had Violet uh, read, but... <laughs> She's, she's got a little. <clears throat> so you're going to use this mic. And this is channel one, William. There you go. Which one of you wants to go first? Barrick? You're going to read right here. One to the end of this. Okay, right there. And then you, Josh, mm -hmm. are going to read this verse here. 14. 14. Okay. Okay. So this is John chapter 1, verse 14, and you got to put me on the right screen here. Oh, first I've got to turn this on. There it is. Ready? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made without him. Nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. Good, good. That's it. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. All right, right. Good job. Thank you. You guys can have an extra candy cane. <laughs> if we had any, that is. Oh, that's good. You know, it, you know, from the youngest to the oldest, you know, Jesus, 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 that's where we are. That's who we need to remember and come back to. Whether it's really, we, you know, we're really up on top of the mountain or we're way down in the valley, we need to come back to Jesus. The Word, it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And, and, and this idea of the Word, the, the, the Greek word is logos, and it's the, the, the expression. But it says here that the Word was with God, and, and then we see that the Word became flesh. But He was with God, we kind of look at this, and it kind of calls us back to a, another verse in the Old Testament. Can anybody tell me what that is? In the beginning was the Word. 
What about a verse in the Old Testament that it brings us back to? Anybody? Genesis 1.1, right? The very first verse in the Bible. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And, and so we're, we're, we're kind of looking back to Genesis 1.1. And, and it says that the word was there with God. So he's distinct from God. In other words, he's distinct from the Father, but he was with God. But it also says that he was God. So we see back in the beginning where the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, or later in, in Genesis 1, it says that the, that the Spirit was there as well. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So here, now, John is calling us back to that and, and talking about how important it is and, and, and what it is that has happened, that the Word was, was God. Who are we talking about here? Who is the Word? Jesus is the Word. And he says the Word was God. He, he was divine. He was deity. He was part of the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The, verse 3, it also tells us not only that he was God, but, but through him all things were made. In other words, he's the creator. He created all things. Again, in this life that we live, the ups and the downs, and we, we're focusing on Jesus, well, who is this one that we're supposed to focus on that, that came to this earth for us? John tells us he was with God, that he was God, and that he was the, the agent of creation. Creation came through him. Paul tells us in Colossians that all things were created by him. By who? By Jesus. So he's not just some baby that was born out of nowhere, but he came from heaven. The Father sent him. Not only did he create all things, uh, Paul tells us that he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. So he actually holds the universe together. This is Jesus, the one that we're now remembering the birth of. He's, he's holding it all together. Without the power of Jesus holding this this creation together, it would completely be fall apart. But I like to think about it in terms of my own life. Without Jesus holding my life together, what would, where would I be? I'd be up and down just like a yo-yo, just like a roller coaster. Not only that, but what does it say in verse 4? It says that in him, in who? In Jesus was life. And that life was the light of men. So we see here that, that he, he is actual life. He didn't come just to be a baby and, and live a life, but he came to give us life. He came to give you and I eternal life. In the middle of, of whatever you're going to face today. And sometimes we just have to forget about tomorrow, forget about yesterday. Today, Jesus is there with you. And he's going to give you life. Not only life, but he's going to bring light to that darkness. The darkness. This world is full of darkness. And sometimes we are full of darkness, but Jesus brings light inside of you and I. I know it. I've experienced it. I've felt it. I've seen it. I've seen it in so many other people. It's a very, very dark world, but Jesus brings light into the world. He gives, he gives us life and light. Someone said this, that we are dead. Without Jesus, we are dead. And we are in darkness. But Jesus brings life. And he brings light. 
As Josh read too, it's, it says here that, can you help me out here? This thing isn't working. Next slide, there we go. It says, the word became flesh. And he dwelt among us, and, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. This one Jesus, this one that we're talking about here today that, that came there, the Word became flesh at Bethlehem, and he lived among us. That's why one of the names that, that Jesus was given was Emmanuel, as well as Jesus, which we saw last week, means the Lord saves Emmanuel, which means what? What does that word mean? It means God with us. And so God has come down to be here with us. God has come down to be with you and to spend your life with you. And not only that, but take you to heaven forever. It sounds so simple, you know, but it really is simple. And, and the, the problem is we make life so difficult and we, we leave him out and, and, and we try to do it on our own. But Jesus came for you and for me. Charles Swindoll said, He who resided in heaven, co-equal and co-eternal with the Father and the Spirit, he willingly descended into our world. He breathed our air and he felt our pain. He knew our sorrows and he died for our sins. He didn't come to frighten us, but to show us the way to warmth and safety. He came to give us the answer, to lead us to a relationship with Almighty God. Jesus says they saw his glory. And you know, glory is always, it always points back to God. They saw his glory. They saw the glory of God on this, this one. John saw it. They knew it. But not, not only his glory, it says that, that he was full of grace and he was full of truth. He came to give us grace. He came to give us truth. So, so, so very simple, but so very real. He came to earth. The, the word became flesh to the earth that he created. He came to. He came and he was born in a barn. He was put in a manger. He was rejected. He was crucified. But he had to become a man so that he could die for us. But he didn't stay in that grave, did he? He rose from the dead. He rose from the dead. Jesus. Why did he do it? Why did he do it? We're having a real problem with this today. He did it because of John 3.16, the verse, the most famous verse in the Bible. I was with one of, one of my neighbors, and I, I said to him, John 3.16, the most famous verse in the Bible. He says, oh, really, what's that? We've lost it. We've lost the, the memory of what God's word has said to us, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He, he came to this earth. Why? Because he loved us, because he wanted to give his life for us, that if we would simply believe in him, we wouldn't perish. We wouldn't have to spend eternity separated from him. But we would have life, eternal life, that we would have light in the midst of all the darkness. We couldn't get to God, but he came to us. One last verse. I know you're all dying to get home and open up your presents. 
John 1.12, these verses all come out of the first chapter of the Gospel of John. It says, To all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. He came to the earth, you know, but it wasn't automatic. It wasn't automatic. You and I have to have a response. We have to, as it says here in verse 12, we need to receive him and we need to believe in him. And through that, we have eternal life. Through that, we become children of God. C.S. Lewis said this. He said, the Son of Man, excuse me, the Son of God became man to enable men to become the sons of God. So, a simple message today, and, and, and I want to ask you the question, have you received him? And have you believed in his name? If you have, then you're celebrating. This is a, this is a celebration. Today is a celebration. There's a gratitude in your heart. But if you haven't, then why not? And why not now if you haven't already? Christmas 2022, you can put it on your calendar. I know the, the date that I surrendered my life to Jesus. Maybe today is a day for you. And you'll look back and remember, you know what? I received Jesus Christ. I believed in his name on Christmas Day 2022. Let's pray together, shall we? Our gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for <clears throat> sending your son Jesus for us who came in the world to give us life, to give us light, to, to save us from our sins, to be the king that we worship and adore and follow and listen to and obey. Father, I pray for, for each person here and, and those that are also listening and watching, Lord, uh, that in the middle of this life that is full of positives and negatives, ups and downs, that, that we would remember it's Jesus in the middle of it all. And, and that he is the one who came to bring us life in the middle of all that we uh, face in this world. And not only that, but to take us to heaven and have eternal life. I pray, Lord, that we would always, always come back to you and remember you. And focus our hearts and our lives upon you. In Jesus' name, amen.